Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, beauties, and welcome to Come to Your Senses. It's been a while since I have had mouth to microphone. I batched the last few episodes in advance so that I could do a little bit of traveling this summer. I went to Maine to see a couple of different friends, and I also went to a lake with some girlfriends for an art weekend, and lots of yummy August adventures. And one of the most memorable aspects of my summer adventures is food. (laughs) Lobster in Maine. Crispy, delicious, oily, fried clams. Ripe, juicy, wet peaches with goat cheese and fresh mint. These are just some of the simple delicacies that I have been privileged and delighted to enjoy this summer. And something else that I have really been delighting in lately is the art of eating sensually. So you might be familiar with several methods of how to eat more mindfully. Things like putting your fork down between bites and noticing the sensations in your mouth as the different flavors touch the different regions of your tongue. And those methods can be really useful. And I find them also sometimes really annoying (laughs) because I don't necessarily want to be mindful with my food. I want to be embodied. I want to merge with what I eat. I want my senses to not just be aware, but to be delighted. And I should also say that I have practiced eating mindfully in the past and that that can help 
pave the way to eating more sensually, particularly if your relationship with food is just beginning that journey of sensory reconnection. And so in today's episode, I am going to drop a few gems in your pouch around how to get more pleasure, more sensuality, and more delight out of how you eat. And one thing I want to say before we begin is if you enjoy this episode, you will also enjoy the episode, The Art of Eating Well. In this episode, we're going to talk about simple shifts that you can make in the way that you eat to increase your level of feeling good and feeling pleasure from your food. The Art of Eating Well is about falling in love with food and the preparation of food and the beauty of food. So we'll drop a link to that episode in the show notes. And one other thing I want to mention is, to me, no scene is complete without a soundtrack. And so I recently updated one of my most popular playlists, which is 100 Songs to Slow You Down. This has a rich collection of instrumentals, sassy jazz songs, sweet folk tunes, and more and more and more. There is such a diverse selection in this playlist. I was just listening to it this morning with the rain pattering outside, and I'm so excited to share it with you to delight not just your taste buds with this episode, but your eardrums too. So if you would like to access this private playlist, you can go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash 100, the numbers 100, and there will be a link to sign up and you'll have the playlist instantly delivered for your sensory delight. And so where we're going to begin today is with one of my favorite quotes, which is a James Baldwin quote. And James says, to be sensual, I think, is to respect and rejoice in the force of life, of life itself, and to be present in all that one does, from the effort of loving to the breaking of bread. Oh, I mean, can't you just hear angels singing with that quote? I love it so much. And it really speaks to the essence of what we practice here at Come to Your Senses, which is the liberation of life force through the portal of the body and the senses. And in the work that I do with coaching clients in my Embodied Intelligence coaching programs, The work that we're doing is deep, soulful, vulnerable work to liberate that person from the disconnect between themselves and their body and to make more of that energy and more of that life force available so that there can be more authenticity and more purpose, more focus and more flow in the way that they live and the things that they do and the things that they think. These tiny, simple shifts of turning towards the body rather than defaulting to the mind 
can change everything. It's like the one degree, if our planet were to shift one degree in its orbit, we'd be funneling into outer space. And these things, these tiny shifts and changes do matter. And that is where we're going to begin today is with our first gem, which is the simplicity of the sensual experience of eating. Many of my clients come to me to work together because they do a lot in terms of actions for self-care. And yet there is still this numbness and this yearning for what I like to call being penetrated by the present moment. (laughs) You know we value cheek around here at the School of Sensual Living and Come to Your Senses. And what I mean by that is I have clients who toss delicious ripe strawberries into a bowl with their oatmeal in the morning and they'll drizzle honey and nuts. And yet they are so trapped in the mental and emotional tension that they carry that they don't even notice that they're having a sensual experience. And if you're a listener to this podcast, that's probably a big reason why you're here is that there is a veil that lifts when you slow down. And when you take the time to focus a bit less on efficiency, how fast you can get something done, and a bit more on living your life experientially, where the focus is the richness of the experience as a path to fulfillment, which in the end, I find the slower and more intentional I go, the more I actually get done. But that's another podcast episode. So this first gem around the simplicity of eating sensually is that you are already having multiple opportunities throughout the day to experience richness through the sensuality of eating. And let me be honest, before I came in to record this podcast, I feel the tart flavor of strawberry on my tongue when I'm mindlessly open the fridge to look for some sort of stimulation because I was kind of tired and plucked three strawberries that I don't even remember eating, but I taste them. So I know it happened. And even I, as the teacher of this podcast, don't do this perfectly by any stretch of the imagination, nor do I aim to. When it comes to living sensually in any capacity, My goal is less focused on what I'm doing and more focused on how I'm doing it. So with the strawberry escapade (laughs) just a few moments ago, you know, my energy right now is really focused and deliciously devoted to delivering a yummy podcast for you. And that is where my pleasure is, and that's where my intention is, and that's where my life force is. So I don't have as much life force to devote to slowing down to sensually eat a strawberry, and that's fine with me. But earlier, one of my favorite things to do in the middle of the day is watch 15 minutes of a movie 
It's usually some kind of fluffy movie that I'm not super gripped by, but you know, it's probably something I've seen a million times and it really helps kind of take my mind out of the mechanics of being on email or have a different sensory experience from being with a client. And so earlier today, I took my break to watch my movie and I had this delicious hamburger in my hand and I made sure to really make it count with how I sensually enjoyed it because I had the energy available to do it. And so this first gem is all about the simplicity of having the opportunity for richness through food each day and the simplicity of starting small, giving your life force when you have it to give to opening your senses to an experience. These next gems are going to be ways to enhance and increase the pleasure that you experience from your eating rituals on a biological level, simple ways that you can crank the volume on your sensory delight. So the first is to eat with the original fork, knife, and spoon, which is your delicious little fingertips. In Ayurveda, the nerve endings of the fingertips are believed to boost digestion. When you eat with the hands, you become more aware of texture and taste and aroma. And for me, it really connects me to that primal part of myself, which ultimately when we're eating is what is engaged. I think about, you know, I love the show Downton Abbey. And if you watch the women, they take the teeny weeniest little bites. Next time you watch the show, watch Cora. She takes her fork and she turns it down, probably because it has less of an opportunity or probability of falling out of her mouth or falling off the fork. She gets a secure hold on the fork and then she turns the fork down as she places it in her mouth. And it's very polite and it's very neat and there's very, you know, clean edges. And you would almost think she isn't eating at all. There's no evidence of her primal animalistic hunger, appetite, and desire showing through. I know for myself, contacting that animal body when I eat is such a key component of being satisfied by the experience of eating. And sometimes I'll even prepare a meal of only things that I eat with my hands. And some of my favorite things to eat with my hands are sushi and fresh asparagus roasted with salt and pepper and olive oil and lemon. I love to eat a cheeseburger with my hands and get really, really messy and sloppy. And I even love to eat meat with my hands. So if I have roast chicken, I love putting a drumstick in my mouth or, you know, picking up a piece of chicken, like try it next time. There is something so sensual and satisfying about using your hands instead of using a fork and taking a piece of steak and just tearing it off with your teeth instead of politely cutting it before you put it in your mouth. Another simple gem is to simply relax your jaw as you eat. 
one of the most common places for the mind to hold tension is in the jaw. And so simply by relaxing your jaw, you open up more regions of the mouth to experience the pleasure of taste. And you also sometimes will open the mouth when your jaw is relaxed. I do, I've noticed that as I've been exploring this for myself, when I'm sitting there eating alone, I hope it doesn't carry over into public eating, but I listen to myself chew and I'm like, jeepers, I sound like a cow in the fields because I naturally, I notice when I'm eating in this voracious animal kind of way, which isn't necessarily fast. And, you know, I think about like when Winnie used to go at her dog bowl of food, like it's, it's not like that. It's just, I'm immersed. And I notice that I open my mouth very naturally, which creates an aerating effect, which also enhances flavor. And so I encourage you to play with that a little bit, opening up the lips and opening up the mouth to bring more air into your experience and see how it changes your level of presence and satisfaction. And then the final gem is kind of looping back to where we started, which is not just eating mindfully, but eating for pleasure. So when I eat for pleasure, how I would describe that as different from eating mindfully is that when I'm eating mindfully, I am that curious observer. I'm noticing texture in a very general way, flavor in a general way. I'm noticing the sensation as I swallow the food and as the food begins to enter my belly, I might pause to inhale the fragrance of a food before I eat it. And all of those are lovely ways to deepen your relationship with food. But eating for pleasure for me feels like touching the asparagus and feeling and initiating an even firmer crunch than normal as I bite down on it and consciously moving the food around in my mouth to touch different regions. Moaning is very therapeutic <laughs> and really enhances the experience. I am definitely a known moaner. I've embarrassed many a friend out at a restaurant. I just can't help myself because I'm so overwhelmed by the pleasure of the flavor, especially on that first bite. Oh, holy heavens. There's just nothing like the first bite of a really satisfying meal. And so eating for pleasure, you know, sometimes I'll even move my head as I lean deeper into the flavor and I'll give myself a really thorough, voracious swallow of the food. And I notice that I open my mouth almost like a gasp. Well, I guess a gasp would be taking air in, but an exhalation of like, oh, <laughs> and it's funny because I don't really think about this, but as I'm recording this, I'm just recalling all of the nuance of eating for pleasure. And essentially, if we were to distill this down to one essence it would be involving all of you in the experience and almost taking your food as an erotic 
tango partner where you lean into their body and you feel their warmth and you can feel their breath on your ear. And it's not just this observational, curious awareness from the outside, but it is more an intimacy. And I like to think of my food as being feeling so lucky to be on my plate because it's going to be so enjoyed by me. It's going into the final leg of its journey with a second line parade. (laughs) So my loves, those are your gems around the art of eating sensually and eating for pleasure. This was such a fun episode to record for you. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you desire more intimacy and more richness, which who doesn't, if you're a listener to this podcast, you most likely feel adrift in a world of mechanics and doing and efficiency and getting more done so that you can add more to your metaphoric plate. And you find it an interruption of that noise to be here with me on the come to your senses chaise long. And you might get a world of value from the gems that you hear here. I hope that you do. And you might also hear a calling within yourself to deepen into this through an intimate and immersive coaching experience. And if that rings true for you, in just a few weeks, I'm going to be opening up my waitlist for Embodied Intelligence Coaching. You can head to embodiedintelligencecoaching.com where you can learn more about the coaching experience. And thank you so much for listening. See you next time. For coaching classes and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video today.